Thanks for joining us on the DDS Faith Podcast. Our prayer is that as we discuss what God has to teach us through His Word, we can all learn how to deepen, defend, and share our faith in Jesus Christ. We're all going to do this. We're going to play a quick game, okay? Take if I three. lose, we're cutting it out. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, we're going to cut it in. All right. <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to put this under the table so you guys can't see it, but I'm going to find a random verse or two anywhere in the Bible. I'm going to read it, and whoever can get the closest to where it is. Without going over? Wins. Without going over. Okay, ready? I'll narrow it down to the New Testament. So it might be in Romans. But prove yourselves doers of the word. James on. Gosh. <laughs> that was an easy one. You didn't even that was finish so a sentence. Hardly a. Okay. I will, this will be a good one. Okay. <laughs> now, Saul. That should narrow it down to a book. Yeah, it's right there. Got it. Okay. Go. What? Still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest, asking for letters from him to the synagogues at Damascus. Mm, uh, I'll skip Acts a little bit. 20. This is the conversion of Saul. Oh, the conversion? Yeah. Ah, yeah. He, get, he began to preach Seven to the high eight. priest. You're close. Nine. Jeremy, I expect it. You want to do it? No. He wants to go again. Can you do it? I'll do it. Is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy and heed Revelation the twenty-two. It's the last verse in the Bible. Wow, Jeremy. Good wow. Job. Any other guesses? It's Revelation. No, it's not. We're keep reading. And heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near. Yeah, it's definitely Revelation. Probably. Okay, if it's not right? Revelation, I'm going to guess First John five. Revelation one three. That was hard. Do something better than that. <laughs> let's actually do the. Let's actually do what we're supposed to do. One more. Yeah, one more, Jeremy. At least I got the right book. Well, I got three words out, and he guessed James one. <laughs> but prove yourself. Excuse you. Guess. No. No. <laughs> still, still trap, mm. baby. <laughs> I used to be a lot better at it. Like used to, I could walk through John, Romans, Corinthians, any of them, and I could tell you each chapter, and I could summarize it. Well, I am discovering that the more I read it, the harder it is to remember other things. Because like it's easy to remember a lot of where it's at when you only know. Like I remember you know. it how right. Jesus remembers it. You ready? Before chapters and verses, I know about the right part. But I encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that stop. One of you will stop. Stop, stop. I know where this is. It's Paul. Stop, stop, stop. Well, that stop. narrows it down to like... <laughs> that's like stop. guessing an old person stop. has high blood stop. pressure. That's like saying, you know, that old lady over there, the one with the gray hair, she's sitting like, what? That does not narrow it down at all. She's definitely older, 20, older than 20. Hebrews. <sighs> Paul didn't write Hebrews. I don't even remember what you said. What'd you say? As long as it's still called today. It's, it's Hebrews... Three Hebrews three. Hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. 
Hebrews 3, like 22 or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like They Hebrews. just read that on Sunday. Exactly. That's why y'all should know it. Yeah. 313. That's why I posted it. Okay, that was close. Um, so the last, last several weeks, we've been talking about discernment, discerning. Uh, you know, we talked about false teachers, and then last week we talked a little bit about fasting. Uh, but this week, uh, I think we decided to talk a little bit more about fasting because it's it's a complicated topic. It's not something that's that's super simple, you know. Widely misunderstood. Mm. Fasting is widely misunderstood uh, by by a lot of people, and actually, a lot of Christians don't even fast because we don't really talk about it in the church, unfortunately. But it is an important spiritual discipline that we need to practice. And, you know, last week we talked about how, you know, it's, it's to teach us to subdue the flesh, you know, and become in tune to the Holy Spirit. And then uh, we're supposed to mourn over our sin. Do we ever just, you know, take a moment and think about the sins that we're committing that day or, or something that we're habitually struggling with, you know, and, and mourn over it? But a lot of people don't. We just kind of go through our lives and you're like, you know, we'll pray, you know, pray at meals and stuff and pray a little bit here and there. But we don't fast. Um, so I want to get into the, uh, a little bit more detail on, you know, how exactly does fasting subdue the flesh? Uh, you know, and, and how do we get in tune with the Holy Spirit? You're specifically talking about fasting from food here, right? Yes. Okay. So last week we discussed about food. Um it, we specifically fast over food because if you don't eat food, you will die. Like, it's the necessity. If you fast from your phone, you will not die. <laughs> You'll mm. actually probably just be better off, you know. Yeah. Uh, your brain may function. Right. Not that you can't fast from those sorts of things, but biblical fasts <clears throat> have to do with something that you need, not necessarily something that you want or desire. Yeah, this is this is the first, I guess, two part episode that we have not done on the same night. Which <laughs> yeah, is, which is that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why our clothes are different. If you haven't noticed, for our for our uh, big fans out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that we have fans. Um, oh yeah, they're, they're, it's a hidden society, but they're out there. Mm. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, you mentioned how it's. Um, how prayer and fasting kind of go hand in hand. I think that, I think last week you said that if you're, I never heard somebody word it like this, but if you're fasting and you're not praying, then you're just dieting. Mm -hmm. And that, that's pretty true because, you know, fa fasting is just half of the job. Um, and well, it, not eating is just half the job in fasting. Right. Yeah. And, and so, um, when you're not praying and you're not spending time in the word and you're not having that, I guess, quiet time, then it, you've done nothing other than diet. So one thing, one thing that I like to discuss when fasting, um, you know, in, in Matthew, Jesus does say, you know, don't be like the hypocrites and basically show everybody that you're fasting and just, you know, like, uh, you know, looking really sick and just like, oh, man, I'm so hungry, you know, like, don't yep, do yep. that. They've received their reward in full. Don't walk down yeah. the street. We covered that pretty well. How, right. Yeah. However, it is important for us to share about, you know, our fasting experiences to learn from for educational purposes and, you know, to further the spirit. But if you're just out there be like, I fasted for a week and, you know, and you're just trying to be all prideful about it, you know, that's a problem. Well, and especially probably don't talk about it until it's done. 
Yo, definitely. Like, I, yes. I, I can't really think of hardly any circumstances that you should tell somebody you're fasting other than accountability. Accountability, yeah. Um, or like a group fast or something like that if there's multiple, right. multiple people doing it. But other than that, you should probably wait until you're done. Well, my first fast, um, I was in my early 20s, and I'd never done it before, but I figured I'd give it a shot. And I didn't know what I was doing. It was my first time. I didn't. I was just kind of praying. I was like, you know, I'm gonna read my Bible. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna pray, and I'm not gonna eat. And um, it got to about 36 hours, um, and I was actually fine. I was not hungry. There was like there was a point towards the end of that first 24 hours. I was starving, and then like I got over it. I guess I don't know. It was kind of weird how that worked out, but. Anyway, my roommate at the time was, they made some chicken, uh, just some fried chicken tenders Mm -hmm. or whatever, and I smelled those, and I wanted them so bad. My stomach started turning, like, you know, just rumbling, like I just wanted food so much. I wanted that flavor, that smell was so good. And even though I wasn't necessarily done with my fast, I broke it. And I went and I and I ate that food and it was so good. Oh, it tasted so good, especially for not eating for 36 hours. And immediately, God revealed to me, you know, he says, I am the bread of life. And God sustains us, okay? Just like food sustains us. But how often do we just enjoy the taste of food? Oh, it's so good. Oh, that tastes so good. How often do we do that with God? Mm. How often do we do that with the bread of life? You know, how often are we, you know, oh, Lord, this is just so good. I'm just, I'm taking it all in. This is so good. The taste in my mouth is just savory. It's not just satisfying to keep me, you know, uh, with having nutrients and the, the things that I need. But it's more than that. It's the taste. Well, and, and uh, that kind of, you mentioned the bread of life, which I think is like John 7 or something like that. And when he feeds the 5,000, um, what is it? John 6. 6. He, he, yeah, he says, um, I'm, I'm the bread. And he specifically says, you, you know, you must drink my blood and eat my flesh. Well, yeah, but that, that's a good point that you made because I think oftentimes we do only kind of focus on like the good parts of being a believer and like there are benefits to it you know um but i think that it's easy to only think about those especially when we evangelize and stuff and we try and paint like a a pretty picture like we talked about in dressing of the gospel which was episode like four maybe (laughs) four or five i don't know um but uh and then like you go to to john four and when the samaritan woman was at the well the the well. The whale. The, well, the whale. That, that's in Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a fish. Silly. Anyways. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you go to John 4 when the Samaritan woman was at the well. Um, and he said, you know, I have the water that will you'll never thirst again. Right. Um, but you drink the water from the well and you will thirst again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that ties right back to the bread of life. It's Jesus' bread and and water is fully satisfying but if we only take things for the taste and that's just temper temporary right so yeah so that that's what i was saying like we need god as a nutrition but he should also be savory to us yeah or uh, fulfilling and, and he may not be all the time you know sometimes we're gonna read our bibles and just not feeling it today i think it's good whenever you're in a, like a 
I guess, a wave like that, like you just talked about, that like fasting is probably a good response to that. Um, it kind of gets you out of the routine, I guess. Like yeah. fasting should be something you do consistently. I don't whether you do it every week or every month or whatever, every year. Um, whenever you are in like a, I guess, strut like that, it's, I've personally have found it beneficial to take time to fast because you're kind of stepping away from reality a little bit and just right. trying to really spiritually <clears throat> discipline yourself and, and discern, which is what all this comes back. Fasting all comes right back to discernment because this is a right. method of discernment. Exactly. You're, you're, maybe you'll, you're fasting because you want to figure out God's will in a certain situation. Maybe you're fasting because you're just really... I guess stuck in the spiritual warfare with your flesh, um, which is kind of something we wanted to focus on a little bit today. Um, you feel like you're not getting anywhere. You, there's a, there's a point, you know, in your walk where it's just like, okay, this isn't working. Like I'm going stagnant. to church. I'm reading my Bible. I'm praying, or I'm not praying. I'm not reading my Bible. I'm not going to church. You know, even, and you know, a lot of times a fast will help you break out of that. Yeah, I, well, being stagnant. You know, you're, right. you're not you're not you're not going the wrong direction, but you're not growing you're not getting anywhere and you're just kind of stuck in the same place like a strut and it's <laughs> and it's hard uh, to get out of that too yeah and oh yeah very and i think we have we've all been there and i'm sure you guys have more than i have but uh yeah fast is a good way to i guess break call that. me old and yes spiritually speaking um but with age comes wisdom um i think it's very important to be able to discern when you are i guess complacent or stagnant because a lot of times that season can kind of sneak up on you and you don't really realize that you are stagnant. Um, and that's that's the scary part about it. And that goes back to like lukewarm Christianity. And that's why the Bible warns us about it. I mean, it's more dangerous to be stagnant and not realize it than be stagnant and know that. Right. And be actively trying to pursue a, um, a, a fix of that. Uh, so that's why you have to be able, and like we'll we'll talk about this a little bit more um, next week with um, guarding your heart. But you have to be able to spiritually discern when you are stagnant and when you are in a place where you're not growing, or when you're in a surrounding or a church where you're not growing. And that all comes back to filtering what you're hearing from the spirit or whatever it might be from teachers um, or whatever, and filtering it through the word and discerning truth and error. And a good solution to when you are stagnant or complacent or whatever is fasting. And that's why fasting, you have to be in the Word. You have to be in a constant state of prayer, hopefully getting you in a place where you can recognize the issues. God will reveal them to you, and you can fix them from there. Um, but again, you can't fix issues that you don't know, that you're not aware of. So you first, the first thing is establishing what the problem is, being stagnant in this. And a lot of times before you start fasting— you won't know what the problem is. I mean, I know I've been stuck before, and a lot of times you just have to... Okay, spiritual disciplines, you know, reading your Bible, prayer, fasting, all those different things, just disciplines. There's a reason why they call them disciplines. And it's because whenever I am not feeling like doing it, my disciplines hold me up. Mm. My disciplines hold me together. It's the same thing with being married. Guess what? I'm not always feeling it. But my disciplines of loving my wife and pursuing my wife, that's going to happen regardless. Well, your feelings are unreliable. Exactly. You, know, they, you can't always dictate your decisions based on your feelings. And right. that, again, goes right back to discernment. Now, feelings we, are good. Right. 
we have to discern what's actually good for us or what's best for us or what's bad for us. And like we talked about in uh, 1 Corinthians. We interrupt this programming to correct myself. This is actually 1 Thessalonians, not 1 Corinthians. Continue. Uh, said, um, hold fast to what is good and abstain from every form of evil. And we have to be able to know what's evil and what's good and stay away from the evil and hold right. fast to the good. And, you know, another good thing with fasting is, you know, maybe you're struggling with a sin that you're not aware of, you know, and that fasting, a lot of times it'll, it'll reveal it. Hmm. I, uh, I, I read something from John MacArthur actually today. Um, I was listening. It, it, he, he started a new series today for, for us on like the, the, um, like the doctrines of deliverance. Mm. And it was really good because one of the things he said was like the biggest problem in the church right now is a lack of discernment. Um, we have people behind the pulpits that aren't qualified. <laughs> we have people that are listening to these people and they don't know how to discern truth and error yep. or discern, as he would say. Mm. Um, but th and that's a huge issue because we don't have a actual understanding of the word. We just have this superficial knowledge of it. And we don't know what to trust. We get told something from a pastor, and we just trust it because they align with the whatever theology what we've always we, believed. Right. Oh, good. That matches what I believe since I was ten. So, so it must it has be, right. To be right. Or I trust you know, this guy's like, smart, so I trust whoa. him. What you? Yeah. You you agree with him because that's what you've always believed. Well, that's not testing spirits, like like the Bible tells us. Which we do. also talked about. Yeah. Um, and th th this is one of the reasons why I personally felt kind of led to do a discernment series is because I do think it's a big issue. Um, and you cannot discern if you don't have the word because this is the root. And like we said, um, I feel like I've referenced back a lot, but um, <laughs> God won't tell you to do something that contradicts the, his word. Right. And everything that we hear from pastors, speakers, friends, uh, uh, devotionals, whatever, needs to be filtered through the Word of God because this is the inerrant truth. Um, and when you're fasting, you need to be in it because if you're just fasting without doing that, you're just dieting like you said, and this is the this is the root of good and evil. This is our outline. And when you're fasting, you need to constantly stay in this. You need to be praying through it, meditating on it. Um, have that in your mind while you're fasting all day. I mean, you should try to have it in your mind all day, every day, but especially when you're fasting, really take the time to meditate on that. And every time you're hungry, which is going to happen a lot, especially towards yeah. the end of the day, open up the Word if you are if you can, whatever moment you're in, pray, whatever, because um, <clears throat> that's, that's the discipline that you just talked about. And like, there's going to be times towards the end of that fast, if you set a time for it or whatever, that you're going to want to break. You're going to want some food, like you talked about earlier, some food's going to be put in front of you, and you're going to want to break that fast and yep. eat. That is your emotions or your feelings in the moment saying, I am so hungry, and your discipline needs to take over unless your fast is over. Well, and those are, those are temptations. And when we look at Jesus whenever he was tempted in the desert, and it was to break his fast. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and the first thing that, that Satan put in front of Jesus was, you know, turn those stones into bread. Right which bread would probably and, help when you're hungry. And, and the scary thing is he used Scripture. Mm -hmm. Satan used Scripture mm -hmm. to try to essentially trick Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think back to the false prophets thing or the false teachers, guess what? They use Scripture too. 
Mm-hmm. And we need to be careful. Just because somebody's reading out of the Bible does not mean that, uh, that they're not a wolf in sheep's clothing. In the passage you just mentioned in Matthew 4, uh, Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And I think a big purpose of that was, I guess, separating yourself from the world. Um, because when you're... you're Obviously, eating is a fleshly desire. Like, we have to eat to live, like we already talked about at the beginning. Well, it's not just a fleshly desire, but it's a fleshly need as well. Right. And, well, and like, and then you mentioned how, like, we, we desire, like, the taste mm-hmm. um, or, like, the temporal satisfaction. Um, and when you, I guess, abstain from that, you are allowing yourself to tune into the spirit better because that, I guess, distraction or need is gone. Mm-hmm. So, and like, I've noticed a lot when I'm fasting. Um, you don't really realize it until you fast that eating actually does take up quite a bit of time during the day. Like, it's not just um, like, yeah, going hungry is not necessarily fun for a day or however long you're fasting. But you'll notice like when you go home from whatever, it's like, okay, normally you'd be eating lunch, but now you have 30 minutes to do whatever. Open up your Bible because you have that distraction and that need gone, which allows you to tune into the spirit more. And when that fleshly need is gone, then you can hear it better. Typically, not not every fast is going to be perfect. There's I've had fasts that well, just, you're going to fail at them like I did on my first one. Right, and I've had fasts that I didn't really hear much, mm-hmm. and I just essentially just I've had times where I've gave up out of frustration. I've had and I've had times where I've right. gave up, and it's just like okay, I just need to stop. And it's okay. And see, a lot of people they mess something up or they sin or whatever, and they're just like, oh well, I can't do that now, <laughs> and. That can't be the way we live our lives. Um, because if we stop every time we sin, well, guess what? I ain't getting out of the bed. <laughs> like, I mean, no. just, I don't know about you guys, but I sin all the time. You know, I make the choice to sin. I make mistakes as well. I don't. Yeah, well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the third time he said something. I just expect lightning to come down and just like, Boom. be a pile of no, ash The right New there. Testament God doesn't do that. We'll you just know, keep going. You know, that is and Samara. So yeah. He does. It Bam. Was, All he did was lie. Boom. Dead. I think he needs to bring back smiting. I, I think that might wake some people up. Yeah, but up. the problem is we would get smited, too. Yeah, every day. I'm willing to be smited. If, if other it, people if get smited, wake, too. If it will wake somebody up. <laughs> you know. I think... Um. Fasting, we already briefly talked about this a little bit, but fasting without hypocrisy is important. Mm-hmm. Um, your motives are very important when it comes to fasting. You don't want to do it and make a social media post about it in the process. <laughs> hey, guys. I just fasted today. Here's a selfie of me and my no food. You know, I think as believers, um, we do need to be careful that we are making sure that we're separated from the world. I think a lot of times we get distracted by the things that go on. And I think you said it last week. Um, I think you were quoting C.S. Lewis in the Screw Tape Letters, and he says, you know, um, uh, we need to distract Christians. Like, all we have to do is distract them. Like, fill, fill the world with so much noise that you can't hear God anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of times that happens, especially Americans, because we're very work-oriented, so we're very busy and trying to, I mean— Fill it up. Fill up the space. Fill up the space. Hey, turn on the TV. Hey, listen to music. Like, when do we have silence? Um, You know, and honestly, it's detrimental to our faith because all we're doing is filling ourselves with the world instead of filling ourselves with the Holy Spirit. 
And I mean, I'm telling you, I'm guilty of it. I'm not mm. saying, I'm not standing over here saying, well, I fast all the time and I do it perfectly and yada, yada, yada. No, that's not true at all. No. I fail miserably all the time. Yeah, I mean, you get away from the distractions. Mm-hmm. Go go on a walk. And that's hard to do. Go by, leave your phone somewhere and go on a walk. Um, you know, do what you got to do fast will be a good one. We should talk about that. Um, we, that's what we've been talking about. Oh, was that sarcasm? Do you have like a fasting testimony that you want to share? I'm thinking. Hold on. Have you ever fasted? Yes, I have. You know, don't make a major life decision without seeking the Lord's will. And so most of the time that comes through fasting. Mm -hmm. Um, And the length can be whatever it needs to be. Usually about a week is about all I can I you fasted do. for a week before? I have. Wow. That's a long... I've never done that. You know. That's a long time. And... Yeah, it was not fun. I would say it wasn't. No. I've had people... I've had people the say The easiest that, way is to not have food in your house. Get all <laughs> the food out of your house. Don't even have any... When you're broke, it's a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when I was fasting. So not by choice. <laughs> no, it was by choice. But, you know, the Lord helped by not... Providing money for a distraction to go buy food. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Or Dr. Pepper. So you went without Dr. Pepper too? Yes. And I will not do that again because people's lives were at stake. <laughs> you know, um, you had mentioned fasting versus a day versus a week and whatnot. And I think that is based on the individual. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that person, and you get, I've had some people say like, oh, if you don't fast for a week, then you're not really Christian or it wasn't a real fast or whatever. Or if you just fasted for one meal, that's not really fasting. Like, no, I think it's between you mm-hmm. and God. The week is the longest I've done. Now I have had where it's been just 24 hours right. or 48 hours. Yeah, I, I know the people week. that do, they fast um, aside from other fasts, they fast from one meal every week. Right. So like the same, like like Sunday morning breakfast or Saturday and night there's dinner. There's nothing wrong with that as right. long as you're actually fasting and you're not just not eating. Right, right. You know? Not dieting. Uh, exactly. Um, I know, uh, you know, for me, most of the fasting that I've done, it's only been 24 hours. The longest I've ever fasted was that 36-hour fast. Uh, never needed to go any longer than that. Usually what I do is I... Um, I don't plan and say, okay, I'm going to fast for 24 hours or 36 hours or whatever. What I usually do is I fast until I feel like God has spoken or, you know, you know, some sort of... You have some kind of an answer. Exactly. To what you were looking for. Exactly. Or some sort of peace right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so if you, uh, to the listener, for... For this episode, I guess we hope that this was beneficial to you to understand more about the, the purpose of fasting and how the important parts of it and what you don't need to just... And if you've never you know. fasted before, try it. Yeah. You know, and it, what I need to do better, and I, I used to do it when I was in college, uh, consistently fast, like once a month, do a 24-hour fast or whatever, or mm-hmm. just plan to fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I can go ahead and tell the listener for anybody that hasn't fasted before, your first one is going to be a good <laughs> trial run. All right. I can remember my first several, and I would do 
And it's they okay. weren't even fast. And it's like, okay you know. if you fail. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, you fail yeah. on accident. Well, I mean, yeah. it's like any other discipline. You have to work at it in yeah. order to. And it's right. tough. It can be tough. Like the first time you go into the gym, you're not going to lift the heaviest weights right. the first time out of the gate. And, you know, I think a lot of people look at Christianity like that. They're mm. like, you know, you should be memorizing all this scripture and you should be fasting all the time and you should be praying for at least, you know, five hours a day or whatever, you know. Um, and, and there's this big just, like, going to the gym. You're not going to go to the gym and pick up the biggest weights. You're not going to go and become a Christian and just read the whole Bible. I mean, you could pick up the biggest weights, but you probably get a hernia in the process. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's important that, you know, we take it slow. We learn our disciplines mm -hmm. and, and learn that, you know, it's okay to fail. I know that when I was in college, you know, and I would fast, and I, I remembered— um, I totally forgot I was fasting. It was probably like 3 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, and I saw some candy on somebody's desk, and I just took it and ate it. <laughs> and I was like, I heard you kiss. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, it wasn't going to, you know. Quench your hunger. But I was like, well, it's over. I can't <laughs> fast anymore. Just ruined that, Lord. Like, no. It's like, keep going. It's okay. You know, it's okay if you fail. Yeah. Um, Not saying well, we should be content with failing. Yeah, don't, don't be yeah. content. <laughs> don't be like, uh, yeah, don't let that just ruin the whole thing. Yes. Though. Don't beat yourself up. Failure. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, I know that. Um, I mean, I, we are not going to adequately cover every topic in the allotted oh, time. No, yeah, Otherwise, no. it would be a six-hour podcast. But anybody that wants more information yeah. is free to reach out. Yeah, you can. Uh, website. The website has a Message thing. Message us through the website or Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, feel free to ask questions. Uh, and, you know, if you feel like we said something wrong, you know, call us out on it. Suggest some topics for the podcast. Yeah, too. We absolutely. Could, we have a long lineup. Yeah, we have, a, we have plenty to talk about, but yeah. well, we would gladly take a break to answer some well, questions. And, and if you do submit a question, that could also be something that we could answer on like a five minute. Facebook video, something yeah. like that, which I think we've done. You've done like one or two. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, hope Hopefully this was able to help you deepen. Defend. I can't do it. Too cringy. <laughs> That's so cringy. <laughs> yep. Cheers. Of what? <laughs> We will um, see you guys next week for Guarding Your Hearts, which will be, I guess, the fifth episode. How do you do that? Yeah, what? Who cares? What if, what if the Lord moves in a completely different direction? No, forget it. Like, say that, but we're like, that was from episode three. It's like you sound like a Star Trek fan that's like, well, you know, It's nice to know somebody knows, knows what we're doing. This will be next week. Join in for Guarding Your Hearts, which is I'm personally excited for, and we will have a guest. That some of you guys might know we of. Will? Um, yeah. Surprise. And that'll be like the fifth episode Am of the be on it? series yes. out of seven. So You're I'm excited. Never free. Hey. So I'm yeah, sorry. I'm are excited. You are you talking? I'm excited We're, for next week. I am think it'll on be next week. Like I know we got a guest. So yeah. do I have like um, the week off or something? Do you want the week off? Or do you not have a zeal for this podcast and for the word? Oh wow. Yeah, that's, that's what getting, I thought. That's, that's getting cut. He knew it was a, it was he knew it was scripture though. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, wrap your little stuff up. Yeah, so I'm excited for next week. Sorry, that was a little guest. condescending. I apologize. You did that one time when you were like, wow, that was a read. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> what did you say that time? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was really mean. That was like, was like, that was hateful. But yeah. it came across as hate. Yeah. <laughs> Even I was like, whoa. That's cool. <laughs>
But yeah, I'm I'm excited for next week. Uh, guarding your hearts with a special guest. You're dying to say the name, aren't you? Four syllable first and last name. It's not a celebrity. It's a to me it is, man. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. See you guys next week for guarding your hearts. Peace. Good night. And God bless. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For more information on DDS Faith Ministries, please visit our website at ddsfaith.org and follow us on social media. Thanks.